Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast. And today I have the honor, it is an honor because I was a guest in his podcast months or years ago, I'm not sure, at, at least a year or at least two years, something like that. And with me today is Edward from Urban Cred. And yeah. Hey guys. Hello, Edward. Hello. Um, maybe I will assume that not everyone listened to that episode on uh so can you give us for uh, all of you or for all of the people who don't know you a little small introduction about you and urban cred yeah for sure uh so i'm edward uh, you can call me eddie and i am the founder of urbancred.com we are a uh, uh, a buyer shop that kind of focuses on curating high quality gear uh, you know, focused on design and functionality. And, um, you know, we are based out of New York City and uh, we've been around for relatively like four, four and a half years. So compared to the big boys, relatively new, but, um, you know, we hope to get there someday as well. What do you mean by relatively new? I mean, isn't it already like three or four years or something? Yeah, I mean, like compared to like Huckberry and like oh, okay. Rush Faster, you know, those are sure. the big names, you know what I mean? But uh and I always feel I feel I don't I feel like for I'm sure other people feel the same way, but like I feel like I'm still trying to figure out the ins and outs mm. of business and you know how everything works in the world. So how how did you start with Urban Cred, by the way? I never knew what did you do before this? So uh, I was a janitor. No, I, was, <laughs> I, I came out of college and uh, it was a time where I was, you know, young and I didn't really, uh, really have purpose. You know, I was lost. And then I just knew that at the time I really liked Japanese culture and, you know, I was into that cute stuff and like mm. Japanese animation, things like that. So I created an online shop to sell those kind of things. Yeah, um, and I spent like seven years in that kind of space, doing convention, trade shows, you know, Comic Con, Anime New York City, all those kind of fun things. And then after those years doing those, it was um, it was very stressful because there's a lot of moving from point A to point B. There's a lot of logistical things with trade shows and mm. uh, you know carrying things, and it's really heavy and managing people. Um, so it was at the, towards the end of those seven to eight years where I, I took a break and I went to Taiwan for vacation. And then I took, I, I, it was in Taiwan where I found this bag that was, oh, this is really cool. Uh, it was like this recycled plastic bag and I was like, oh, is this waterproof? And then the owner was like, oh yeah, uh-huh, totally. So <laughs> I came back, quote unquote, I came back. <laughs> And then I put my Alienware laptop, which is, you know, pretty expensive for yeah. me. Like a, yeah. So I put it in there and then I was like, oh, forecast is raining. I'm just going to, I'm good. That guy told me, well, I, you know, fine. I go out, get, I'm waiting for a bus to go on a trip to like Boston or something. And then it was pouring. I was like, oh, no problem. So get it, glad I got this bag. I get there and I open my bag and my laptop's drenched. Everything inside oh, no. is like soaked. Yeah. Oh. And, then, um, uh, and then this was to like visit uh, a friend, you know, uh, that I was interested in at that time. And uh, it was, it was, uh, it was bad. Yeah, it was just, I didn't have a laptop to work with. So, uh, 
from that point on, that's when I started researching bags and I mm -hmm. got into bags and got in, I was, uh, I realized that it's more, be it's better to pick high quality products over sure. you know, fast fashion or cheaper products, uh, in certain times. So, and then it kind of evolved into, Oh, I definitely want to maybe, maybe I should start selling these products and you know, just because I'm so interested into these mm. things and I'm sure there's people out there who are interested at the same time. And eventually, you know, I closed down my old shop, started this new shop and, um, you know, here I am. But that's quite a leap actually from, I mean, I had the sim a similar experience, but with me, it was that my bag, the shoulder strap of that particular bag, just ripped apart and sent oh, no. my my back then it was an apple power book so the oh, very wow. old but also very expensive sent flying on a carpet ground fortunately it was carpeted <laughs> but um that was where i thought okay i need to invest more money but i would have never thought well never had the idea to Oh, this bag broke, so I'm gonna sell bags. <laughs> so that's why <laughs> that's quite a leap going from oh, I'm interested in bags to okay, let's let's build a store. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean that's like saying you know someone's learning about politics. Oh, I'm gonna be a president, but uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. I mean there was a little bit of period in time in between where there was a little bit of a uh, an actual steps to that actual store, mm. but. Um, you know, I'm just giving you, you the short version of it. <clears throat> do you have a brick and mortar store or are there any plans to create a brick and mortar store in the future? So, uh, this is between you, me, and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, don't tell anyone. Don't tell your wives. Uh, basically, so we are looking to expand to retail for this year. We're just kind of like exploring yeah. the retail space and seeing what's available. And then... Um, Maybe starting with a pop-up shop or something like that. Yeah, we we used to have a pop-up uh, pre-COVID, but during mm. COVID, we decided to close it down. So of course. now we're kind of just seeing, just exploring the landscape in terms of rent and what's available. Uh, mm. So, we, But we definitely do. That's kind of a thing for me. Like My goal, end goal is to eventually have my own shop where it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, sure. it's something to be proud of. So yeah. uh, that's kind of what I want to reach. Um, mm. But this is a uh, fun. We haven't I haven't talked about this. I'm currently in the talks with um, you know Accessorize Me. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah so we're we're t we're talking about setting something up to maybe do oh, like wow. a collaborative pop up in New York. So uh, he he I asked him if he's like, do you want to sign NDA? He said, oh, no, it's okay. You can you can talk about it. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. He he and I we will talk in a future episode in two weeks actually. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, uh -oh. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but that's really cool. I think that's uh, I can really see that that is like a dream to have an own store. Maybe have like a small little coffee area where like oh, man. people you know could hang out and just come in and wait. Everyone can more or less nerd out about stuff and then hopefully yeah. buy all of stuff from you i can totally see that that is the dream and i really hope that you can fulfill that dream i imagine new york is very difficult to pull that off because rent i imagine is really expensive mm -hmm. but just like alicia keys said 
if uh, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. it like that? <laughs> yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really I wish you all the best for that store. I think that could be amazing. Thank you, and hopefully one day you can come visit, right? I I do want to visit again. <laughs> uh, I'm. It's really funny. For years in my youth, I was always under the impression if I w ever moved to USA, I want to live in New York. Mm. And then I've been twice in New York and I was overwhelmed by the loudness of this the city. Um, not necessarily that it is too loud or anything, but I imagine or I, I think or speculate that that's the reason because you have so many high uh, buildings that uh, the the noise kind of gets stuck in between those buildings and then bounces around and therefore it creates this much more exhausting noise level at least that that what i had the impression of when i went to new york and also this i think people say that new yorker people are rude but i don't think they're rude they're just busy they need to get from point a to point b therefore they are fast they you need to move mm. out of the way and i don't they don't they i don't think they're rude they're just like very busy i have a, and, I have a quick question i'm sorry yeah. can we curse on this podcast yeah sure okay sure F you both no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, New Yorker here, but yeah yeah and that's why i want to be an la person now <laughs> no then i went i went uh for uh to la twice and I totally get this perception of L Los Angeles, I don't know how you call them, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles, Los yeah. Angeles people, um, that they are superficial, that's always this, hi, how are you doing? And always this smiling. And truth be told, I can't see through it. I, I know that they are not really asking me how I'm doing and I know that it's not really, that they are not being nice to me. And still, it felt, much yeah it was a warmer climate in in so from from person to person because i don't get yelled at because i'm standing in the way or something mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and obviously the climate is also warmer um okay. so i did like los angeles a lot um mm. not sure yet if i ever would move to usa which city i would live in i haven't seen san francisco yet i think that's very interesting to me mm, I, I like san francisco a lot yeah. much more than la yeah for yeah. sure but yeah um i have prepared a few questions for you that i would okay. love to ask you um usually we go back and forth but now i'm just going to pick your brain with a <laughs> couple of questions and my first question is Obviously, you run a store, you have seen mm. a lot of products, and I asked this uh, already to other uh, people, but I feel like this is a very interesting question. Uh, because you have seen, used, or touched so many products, what are your nitpicks when you come across a new item that gets into your store or into your portfolio of items? Are There, there must be something that you always think of I hate this, but it's a good mm. product, but I hate this one little thing. What would that be? Are we talking about uh, bags and specifically, no. or is it just- Anything general? that, I mean, you have a lot of 
product <laughs> on your store. Um, yeah. I'm just speaking now from from all of the items that you carry in your store and that you have seen many uh, iterations of or brands. You know, it's interesting because I, we had this conversation actually on my podcast where we talked about like what, uh, or I heard on your podcast, it was just basically what Nick picks do you have for bags? Like, is it fit locks? Like, what's exactly. the, why is that? You know what's the purpose right and everything should have a purpose and mm. i i don't personally when it comes to products and things that i use i don't personally have any real nitpicks just because from my point of view i think that uh, every person's different so as a seller for uh, products you know we have to uh, maintain uh, like a, a neutral uh, viewpoint for products so as long as it's not something ridiculous like it's wrapped in saran wrap or something and you can't open it or, but you have to, or some elaborate way to open something or uh, the product is, is nice on the outside, but cheap on the inside. Right. Um, it, it, it there, the person who designed it had a certain person in mind when they designed mm -hmm. it. So we just feel like um, if it is reasonable and it looks nice and it's designed well and it's, you know, high quality, then it's someone out there. It fits someone, out, someone's, purpose out there you know someone's set up um if I'm, we're if we're talking yeah i'm speaking to edward from urban cred right you're not a politician am i am i connected <laughs> to the right person that was and, the you know, total politician talk <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, uh, vote for me on uh, president. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah that's that's kind of like really how i feel um yeah i mean like if, if i had to say something it's sometimes people come to me uh with products that are uh you know they're nice uh but they don't they're not unique enough right mm. um so if we're talking about how i curate things it's it's it looks nice but it's not unique or different enough from everything else um and there are some brands out there which uh, take um inspiration from other brands mm. but don't separate themselves enough to where i feel like they're distinct enough to stand alone um, so that's one thing. And then other brands, sometimes they focus too much on the outside and the inside is, uh, there's not enough, you know, effort or detail to kind of producing a robust mm. interior, right? So, I mean, if to answer the questions, that's kind of the two things, you know? That's very interesting. And that um, actually kind of sparks a different question that I haven't, thought of in a while um, because you just mentioned brand A potentially I want to say copy but let's say it's <laughs> very inspired by brand B yeah for you as as I mean for me as a as a reviewer already it is very difficult to to I don't know, write that line between, okay, what's okay to cover and what's not okay because it's potentially a ripoff of a different brand. And sometimes I personally just don't know because I can't know all of the brands, obviously. Um, how is it for you? Uh, do you, when you see a product or when a brand maybe approaches you and says like, hey, we have this bag, we have this item, we have this, I don't know, knife or whatever product that would fit your store we would love for you to sell our product do you do some research beforehand if there is 
maybe if that is maybe a copy, a mm-hmm. homage or a derivative of another brand, is that something you need to consider or do you do you just don't know or do you just sell it because you think okay this is a good product um nevertheless how do you approach this because i feel like this is very difficult to answer uh to to write that line because sometimes you just don't know right you can't Mm -hmm. know all of the brands and also you don't know which of the brands did it first i mean r&d can take years before a product is finished and so how do you approach that yeah, it's kind of similar to the uh, the phone world, right? Like, yeah. who did who did what first, right? And mm-hmm. it gets kind of meshed together with so many phone models out there. It's uh, it's for that that's that question is a little difficult because, um, like you said, you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. like even if like sometimes we do do like some quick research, and even if you do do research, it's difficult to be able to find who did what first. Um, and the, the, whoever you ask. It doesn't. It doesn't matter because how can you take one over the other if you don't know both brands? Yeah. You know what I mean. So <clears throat> it, it really comes down to kind of relationships. So in mm. in in my business, it's really for me at least when I do business, it's really important to maintain relationships. And yeah. um, if you know, I've been working with a brand for like let's say for a long period of time, um, and you know, it's it's. This is a hard question. And, it is. Um, it is. Yeah. I, you don't have to have a clear answer on this because yeah. I once did this this call between a couple of reviewers and we tried yeah. to answer this question and it is very hard to answer. Um, and as I said, writing this line to know okay, what's okay, what's who came first and who actually copied who is it's very difficult and. Right. Um, there, you know, yeah. there was this uh, situation actually, that this exact situation. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say names, but sure. there's this brand who uh, believed that they produced their bags that looking like this first, um, and that everyone else, whether intentional or unintentionally, did the same thing. Um, and I was in a position where I had to decide am I going to work with this bag brand or am I going to work with the, the newer bag brand that's coming in? Um, so that's why I mentioned earlier relationships, right? Because my relationship with the early, this bag brand that um, the older bag brand I was working with, uh, we, we kind of built a repertoire and kind of worked together for such a long period of time. And I know from them is that they take their design R and D part of their, you know, set up in mm. steps uh, very seriously so i, I can t- i can tell that they are legit this other brand that's coming on f- new um they not so much right they would produce uh, a larger quantity um and they would produce you know designs that again like we talked about earlier uh, they seem to pull from other people but they weren't distinctive enough where i feel Mm. like they could stand alone in our shop uh and it's also because like you have so many products it's hard for me to keep up with all your product so of course it's a double sword thing so um so that's kind of like okay i'll I'll push them aside you know i'll let them know okay we're not going to work with you anymore just because you know uh, uh just because of certain factors and then i let the other this other brand know that i'll be continuing to work with them 
Um, and you know, again, it's, it's hard, you know, it's like breaking up before you even started dating. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's first date and then your, your ex, okay, this is a bad example. It's basically, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, basically, it's basically like a delicate situation. Like who, you don't want to like burn bridges. So, um, sure. but yeah, that's really how it is. Yeah. It is, it is a very difficult topic and, um, really deciding, yeah, how to approach this is very difficult and i'm just curious about this because um with how you call this especially in the phone world that is a very good example this this brand loyalty um and this investing time money and effort into one brand and then being very loyal to that brand you defend it with your life more or less. I mean, Apple versus Android is such a, mm -hmm. or Apple versus Samsung is maybe a better better example where mm -hmm. the one side is saying, okay, you copied this from them. And then it's 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 a fierce fight between those, those areas. And I can kind of see this starting in the back world a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. totally understandable because there are so many bags that reach a price point that for me is justifiable, but I can see, especially in this economy, that people are saying, okay, this is a lot of money. Or, it is a lot of money. And um, therefore, being very passionate about that item and that brand. And when they see another brand coming in and kind of like copying or allegedly copying some of the features, the design, obviously there is <laughs> it's a fight starting between those. And then for me as a reviewer, it's sometimes a little bit difficult because as mentioned before, I can't know all brands. And I reviewed this one bag uh, last year. And I'm also not going to say names. And then mm -hmm. after the review, someone told me, okay, that's a little bit of a ripoff of this brand. And truth to be told, I didn't agree because I saw enough changes. I saw some points where I can say, okay, I can see that that could be copied, but it is not a one-to-one -one, uh, mm -hmm. ripoff. So I was a little bit hesitant to agree with that, but I said, okay, that's fair enough. And um, I can just know all of the bags. So, I try to, I don't know if ignoring is the right word, but I try not to go too deep into that kind of analyzing if this is a ripoff or not, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, interesting to see your perspective on this, actually. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't know. So like even even uh, even if we started selling, like hypothetically, if we started selling, hypothetically, if we were in the same situation, we started selling a copy of a bag, you know, one of those kind of, situations i don't i just it would be something where we would kind of sit back and evaluate and then mm. kind of see okay maybe we'll just is it really a copy if it's that mm. much of a copy then we would you know you know cut off the the uh the brand uh, i think Ob i think f yep sorry i mean i uh, just wanted to say obviously you and i we are talking about those typical um <laughs> 
back brands that we all love if obviously if amazon would come in and would say okay we're gonna copy it like the peak design situation okay yeah. urban cred could you uh, sell the amazon peak design copy then obviously none of us would agree to that but we well are <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you uh some money some money <laughs> No, but yeah, yeah. It's same, same, same. Um, all those obvious copies, right? But yeah. I think we both are talking about those brands where it's not clear cut who copied from who or if it's actually a copy. Yeah, don't but, blame us. We don't know. No, we don't know at all. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of items in your store, what kind of items would you love to see on urban cred that are outside of what you usually offer imagine you have n no limits mm. and someone would be like okay you can choose whatever item or category you want to be featured in your store outside of the bag world or mm. or maybe you've you have a bag that you would like to feature i don't know or outside of EDC or something, is there something that you could imagine or would wish to be in your store, maybe? Yeah, yeah prostitutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know, I, that's, that's a tough question because I am, like we're, right now we're selling, we, we originally started selling bags and mm -hmm. then now we're kind of expanding into, during COVID we expanded to kind of home products and desk setup products, mm -hmm. um, you know, just makes sense. And then uh, we're, recently we've uh, started producing our own uh, apparel line. So oh, uh, cool. this is kind of like the, the mm -hmm. prototype, what, what I'm wearing right now. And um, those are kind of the things I'm interested in. Uh, if I had to pick like a category that seems so out of out of reach, it's probably per, maybe like furniture would be kind of interesting to kind of play around with. Well, um, I was thinking about watches to be quite honest, but furniture no. is interesting. Yeah, watches just because I don't know enough about watches to mm. know what's good and what's bad. But we have tried selling watches before and it didn't work too well. Mm. Um, but there are a few watch brands that have fallen onto our list. Uh, of future brands that we may want to work with but mm. um furniture wise just because right now i'm interested i'm like i've there's a lot of interesting intricate furniture out there like tables yeah. and yeah. um you know home good home stuff like uh, i think like artifacts and ergonomic er ergonomics or something like that mm. those are like really cool to kind of be able to uh difficult to, to store to ship right Mm, yep so that's, that's that's why that's like okay that's never gonna happen but just yeah. you know hypothetically if we're talking about something like that yeah yeah i think it is very interesting especially seeing the it's not a new thing but the the rise of desk setup videos over the last few years and especially after COVID, um i think furniture is extremely interesting um yeah but oh oh you know difficult. what i'm sorry maybe like electric bikes those are kind of like picking up too uh they have some interesting still there electric pack electric bike design uh, you cut so off but oh there you are a more. yeah oh, oh yeah, I, yeah you, you 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 cut off but that's no 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 big deal okay. um okay. because it records on your end um <laughs> <laughs> so you said electric bikes are something that you would be interested in yeah i think some of the designs are really cool there's very mm -hmm. uh uh they're they're bringing it up a little bit more more 
uh, it's more than the standard, you know, um, Yamaha or, you know, things like that. So, yeah, yeah. But, oh, you mean, oh, you mean electric motorcycles? Yeah, electric motorcycles. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant like electric bicycles. Oh, electric motorcycle. Yeah. Damn, yeah, yo, yeah. now you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just got like this Instagram like ad for like one of the bikes and then it was like wow that's that's crazy cool some of the mm -hmm. designs are amazing and it like it hits high speeds so you actually need like a motorcycle license for some mm -hmm. of these so it's kind of it's really it's a really interesting space and um i think it it gets more important in the future because cities are getting so small and crowded and i do not understand the the wish to have a big suv inside this inside city limits i don't get it do you have <laughs> but you don't live inside the city do you i yeah exactly that's not that's totally understandable but if you oh, are absolutely. living in the in in the middle of manhattan why mm. the hell would you want an suv i don't mm. get personally i don't get it because i don't know i hate park looking for parking spaces i'm really good at parallel parking nevertheless i don't want to I don't want to <laughs> try to maneuver my SUV into a tiny parking space while right, yeah. 20 cabs are waiting behind me and are honking. I don't oh, know. I don't, yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting PTSD just thinking about that. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, have, I think yeah. uh, electric bikes, interesting, interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. So... We can see whenever you have a brick and mortar store, it's kind of, it's a huge store, like a big Walmart sized <laughs> area. Uh, that's it's more, it gives me pressure now. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that big. Interesting choice. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of um, items that you would like to have in the store, what are three items that you have purchased within the last 12 months that you really enjoy doesn't mm. matter whatever uh for the store right I'm no for you for yourself oh for, for myself, yourself. For myself. Oh, okay i want to i want to know you now <clears throat> there must okay. have been a couple of cool items that you bought yeah. ah okay i already have three right now uh so so for me my thing when i buy things is i love <laughs> this is bad, but I love collaborative products. Oh, okay. So it's just it's just so interesting for me to see two brands who have different design concepts to bring mm. their concepts together into one product. And that for me is really cool. Um, and that kind of extends to Cariology and mm. you know uh, other brands. And the first one I would say is the um, was it was the Cariology the. Um, the one with the, the, the uh, it was like the backpack and the sling attached to the top. Oh, from uh, Trek. Yes, yes. Yeah. Trek. Oh, did you yeah. buy that one? I did. Um, cool. I was I was very ecstatic because it just it was just so cool. Like I'm I'm a big fan of sci-fi and I love mm -hmm. like spaceships and Star Wars and all that fun stuff. But same it, that that bag reminds you of just like uh, like a shuttle docking into like the main ship, um, and it's just so cool to be able to see that translate into a bag even if it's like unintentional you know <laughs> so that's one of the products that i'm really into mm. the other second product is snow peak has a collaborative uh 
thing with uh, the Japanese eye glasses brand called Jins. To Google and that. I, yeah, and I'm actually wearing it right now. Actually, while you're looking at it, I'm just gonna go get it. Hold on, give it right back. <laughs> Snow Peak, I wear. Snow Peak Jins, I wear capsule. Oh, okay, so sunglasses. That's interesting. So for the audio listeners, Edward is running around his apartment. He's running around, he's looking, he's he's running right. He's dodging left. A tiger has come from behind, has attacked him while he is searching for whatever is in the back. He punches the tiger. He kicks the tiger. I'm not sure if that is legal in this match between him and the tiger the tiger flew out of the oh. window and he's back oh, oh man that tiger was <laughs> not fun to fight oh, i told my wife not to buy tigers for ridiculous she never listens to me okay so this is the uh the case these are the glasses you can see oh okay yeah so uh i like the how it looks but basically i need glasses because i'm blind and then, same uh, Sometimes it's really sunny, so I can just. Oh, that's cool. Is that magnetic, or is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's magnets behind here. Could you do? I know. There. I'm not sure. Please, please say no if you don't want to do it. Could you? Would you mind doing a shake test? Oh yeah. Like putting those on, and does it fly off? Oh, that's good. Wow, those are strong magnets then. Yeah, really strong. Um, unless you like you, you punch me. Oh, that's fall off, are those still available? Yeah. Or was yeah, it yeah. a limited edition? That's I cool. mean it's still available. I'm, yeah. Sure. It's amazing. What's what's <laughs> sponsored <should've>... by <laughs> <laughs> Because I need new glasses. So I usually oh. wear contacts and I yeah. have glasses from Oakley. The issue mm. with with those Oakley glasses is they only have like like a thin um, piece of metal that kind of uh, holds the glasses behind your ears. But they are mm -hmm. this this thing is straight. So whenever I look down, the glasses just fall off. Oh. And that's oh, no. really annoying. So I want glasses that kind of like loop back around your uh, ear. So like regular glasses, basically. And oh. um, check it out. Hold on. Exactly. The, the loop thing, right? Look, you yeah. see this? Yeah. It bends, so it loops around your oh, ear. Oh, that's amazing. So then if it's too heavy in the front, you can oh, that, hook it around your ears. That's exactly what I need. <laughs> May, right? Isn't that cool? Yeah. May I ask how much did you how much do they cost? Uh, I can't I, find them in the store. Oh I, I sent you a link. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's in the uh, chat box. Uh it's is the US site though. But if you need it, I can if you they they don't sell it over there, just let me know, I'll pick one up for you and I'll send it to you. Yeah, but there's no pricing on whatever what oh there it's, it is. Oh that's go, not yeah. too expensive. <clears throat> yeah. It's the two forty. Oh, oh, the two. Oh, I looked at yeah. the bottom one. But still, that's that's okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. oh. for you're getting then, sunglasses, you're getting glasses. Oh, I like the the smoke cloud version. That's mm, cool. Yeah. 
yeah, I might, I might get them. I, I will look for them here in, in, in Germany. Yeah, let me know. And if not, I'll send it to you. So not be because clear. what I also really like is the option, especially when I'm riding a motorcycle. I don't mm. want to have like two glass pairs of glasses with me, <laughs> one shades and one the prescription, and having the yeah. option just to attach those. Okay, for the audio listeners, those are basically prescription glasses, and then you have. Um, this magnetic thing with the sunglasses inside that you just attach to the prescription glasses. So that's really cool. I like that a lot. And 240 has a lot of money, right? It actually comes with a free pouch. Oh, that's cool. Right? It's a. Uh, so that's. Yeah. It's lined inside and it has like a little. Clip. Oh, that's, that's really cool. And you just clip it and you put it inside. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's I, got this I, string too. I was always looking for something like that. I hope I can get that in Germany. Um, I hope so too. But I mean, even if I order them from USA, the package mm -hmm. is probably so small that I don't have to pay customs. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will. That's cool. Thank you very much for that. So yeah, that so. was the second item. What's the third <laughs> item then? Going, uh, going to put you on the spot here. Yeah, the third item. Hmm, let me think about that. I want to say it's it's really those two are the really big ones. But um, I did pick up the uh, I did pick up the uh, the recent Karyology collaboration, the Samurai. Uh, oh, you did. Yeah. Did uh, it already arrive? No, that's why I didn't I didn't want to mention it because it's not here yet. So, mm. but uh, that's kind of I'm looking for to that oh you were lucky then you know what's the funny story is i wasn't planning on picking it up um because that release date was at two and i was in the middle of a movie mm. i was watching ant-man and um the new ant-man movie and then i was like you know what i just gotta, i'm just gonna put this jacket over my lap and i'm gonna see if i can check out and i checked out and i was like oh i guess i just spent seven hundred dollars <laughs> for my wife <laughs> so, you know what i mean so that's uh, that's what happened <laughs> I'm looking forward to hear your verdict about it. It looks very good. Yeah, actually. I mean, it also looks really heavy. So I mean, we'll see what happens. It's it's a gorok. <laughs> it, yeah. It's that's my first one. You never had a gorok before. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm oh I'm so looking forward why. to see wh yeah. uh, what what's your verdict on that. So with all of those um, specialty bags. What's your bag that you use at the moment? Do you actually use those specialty bags on a day-to-day mm. uh, basis, or are you the collector? And do you put those bags on the wall? Mm, yeah, I uh, I took down all the pictures of my kids and I put the bags up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are my real babies. <laughs> uh, no, I I am. You know, it's it's funny because I am a bit of a collector in a way where. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I pay, I just recently I, sorry this is like so off topic not off topic on topic but I forgot to mention that if I had to pick a third item that I still have uh, I'm a big fan of like Japanese uh, animation and Gundam so mm -hmm. I recently picked up a a jacket and a bag from Japan I had it shipped over it was a collaboration between Gundam and um, oh is it Rains. that that Gundam uniform style bomber jacket yeah yeah and that oh, long trench jacket awesome. that was really dope. Yeah, and uh, it's it's functional too, which I love. That it's it looks good and it's functional. So uh, that was like a big thing for me. I was it, it was really just like the blue color that was mm. so unique and um, collaboration with Gundams and like these are real brands that they're working with. So 
you know it's not like a you know like a like a cheap mm. bag with a, a logo branded on it's actually well thought out so that's cool yeah uh oh going back to your original question <laughs> uh i'm talking a lot uh yes i am a collector um because there's a lot of as of now like i'm a father of two and it, there's a lot of like travel that's i don't do anymore so the example for that track collaborative spaceship peg i would i kind of had that imagined to I imagine that to be used for like when I travel and I could take off the sling to kind of walk around the city and stuff like that. So currently that's kind of put away uh, until I start traveling again. Um, so I am a bit of a collector, but I still prefer to kind of rotate my bags. And uh, I think the bag that's on, I'm using the most right now is the, uh, is the other track collaborative, the shoulder bag, the barn or the barn or something like that. I think it's called Bear. Yeah, I mean, I have something like yeah. that, yeah. This is, this is audio. I'm not going to bring it in and show it <laughs> off. But, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of using that a lot. And But it's also, we also recently started a YouTube channel to kind of review and preview bags that we have coming in. So now uh, I'm sure you have the same issue. Like, we don't have the luxury of picking the bags we want to wear anymore mm -hmm. we have to like go through the review process that there's like a, a list of bags and sure. sometimes you don't even get to wear your, the bag you like for a month or two yeah. months you know so yeah but what's the bag you're using at the moment i mean you you said you're still um, no, i'm using the i'm using the the, the barn the bear the boon that's all track. Yeah. you just use that that's yeah. you don't need a big, big backpack for work or anything because does everything fit in that bag for you know you? it's uh, i when I was younger, I used to pack my bags to the brim of yeah. like, oh, what if I needed this? And now I just keep just like, just the bare necessities. Just Because the Baron, isn't it like 12 liters or something? It's fairly small, yeah, right? It is pretty small. Oh, that's uh, amazing yeah, that you yeah. can actually manage with that yeah, uh, yeah. small. What's What do you usually carry then? Is it just like a 14 inch or a 12 inch laptop and maybe a charger, uh, maybe some... A water bottle or yeah i wish i wish there was a slot for like a legit slot for a laptop mm. that would make it perfect but um i uh if i had to carry a laptop i would use like a, a different bag but usually i don't um so mm. i would bring i would bring like my if i'm commuting i would just or moving around just bring a few things for my kids like uh, some snacks and stuff like that i'll bring mm. a switch and i would bring a battery pack so it's just really just this right here you know, you know oh, the the ever yeah. uh, the ever goods uh, PLC one liter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. I'm really bad with names. No, no cap, cap one liter. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. So this is kind of really I have wires, glasses, and charger. Oh, that's the one with the orange inlay. That's really yeah. cool. Collaborative man, I love collaborative. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I try not to carry too much just because I'm getting older. You know, I'm not yeah. as I get as that. young as I used to be. So. <laughs> I get that, especially <laughs> yeah. with kids. You oh, age man. much faster, I assume. I Do you see my wrinkles? <laughs> oh man! The whole are you? Twenty-two, right? You look like well, twenty-two, right? <laughs> uh, I'm like fifty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but what's in your pocket then? What's in your pockets right now? EDC. Let's talk Empty. EDC. Just keys and my phone. That's it. What's your phone of choice? Are you an iPhone or Android user? I have a, a Fold. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah. So it's oh, you cool. like it? I wanna. Yeah. I, re- I talked to. Uh, I don't know if you know him. Uh, J T. I listen. Ah, uh, oh, yes, the fold, and I'm so. I wanna buy that fold so much. I know. Um, yeah. Skip, do you have skip the dust? Flip. Skip the flip and then. Do you have the dust in the mechanism already, or is it? Is it? No, I think it's pretty. No, I mean in the in the folding mechanism, does it does it work flawless, or do you already have some? tiny stone in there that it makes oh it you mean like behind a screen protector or something like that no behind the, the hinge no it doesn't see anything it's like yeah. closed oh that's cool yeah oh that's cool I would say the screen protector is a little bit annoying so there's um the crease you mean yeah it's oh, kind of like I have to replace oh, the screen oh, wow. protector so that's the oh that sucks thing. yeah so uh with kids it's hard to run to the samsung store but um oh you ha- you actually have a samsung store i don't know if we have a samsung store so <laughs> i wouldn't true. know where to where to actually replace that screen protector i'm sure they have like some third-party partners but yeah i mean yeah. ours is like in long island which is like an hour away so even us is like in the middle of it's a little difficult to get to <laughs> so you don't carry a knife a wallet you pay everything with your phone do you use samsung pay or google pay or what do you use uh i use samsung pay i used okay. to have the pixel which is an amazing phone yeah. i love the pixel uh there's rumors of the fold coming out like a pixel fold yeah i heard those so rumors I'm, yeah i'm hoping it's real then i can switch back but in the meantime you know the samsung will have to do <laughs> so you actually i i was curious actually um mm. if i should just put my cards into Google Pay or Samsung Pay. Yeah, is it is it actually that good? I mean, honestly, why, like it's why don't you use Google Pay then on on the on no, the it just it just it just works better for the Samsung. You know, oh, Samsung really? Pay with Samsung. Yeah, it just there's some functionality that just it works better. But I would go back to Google. I mean, this is kind of really the same thing. You know, it's 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 just whatever works. So if mm. I went back to Pixel. I would probably pick Google Pay because it, it meshes better with the software. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a software thing. Yeah, I'm, I should try it. So, yeah, that's a good reason not to have a wallet then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you, you, I have a sacred wallet, right? You have a yeah. sacred wallet too. Yeah. I am on the extra actually. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Not, not because no particular reason that I like this one or that one better. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, did work for me a little bit you gotta switch it up sometimes right now. It's yeah not, yeah it's been a while yeah i yeah. mean i i like the secret and it's a it's a it's a piece that people can you can talk with uh people but um it's just that extra bulk you know uh, sure. but sometimes the the google paid like people don't sometimes don't take like uh uh the phone payments like if i go to like the you know like the enclave the uh immigrants kind mm-hmm. of neighborhood yeah, yeah. sometimes you just take cash or they take of course like actual credit cards so it's like old school so. but how about ids and um your driver's license don't you need to carry those or are they are they <laughs> digital in the u.s uh i do need to carry those <laughs> just drive safely guys <laughs> okay rewind okay so and what do you have anything on your wish list that you really really want i mean you just said the google pixel if they 
release the fold version is there mm-hmm. anything else on your wish list at the moment that you're if money wouldn't be an issue that you really want to buy right now mm, not really because the perks of having like running your own business is that um if you like something you can talk with them to maybe get a wholesale yeah partnership and then you can kind of pick one up for yourself uh but nothing really i think for me now is less about the stuff but more about p- being able to kind of go travel again like oh um, yeah japan just opened up and i really want to get back there um i want to go to like the european um, countries you know my wife is really into going to london you know mm. like, you know it's just getting out and traveling again because i don't know about you but like i grew up in new york so and i feel like for everyone it's the same like when you grow up somewhere it, it gives you more reason or more it makes you feel like you want to get out mm. like it, it feels like the place that you grew up is like so boring and oh i want to get out of here i want to go do yeah. this or move there or you know what i mean and same for other people so i just want to start traveling again so, mm. yeah. what was your last trip before before covid then was it taiwan it like, you said taiwan right yeah that, i mean that was a while ago i think the last one was japan um mm. But like the last last actual travels like Disney World, which mm. um, you know, a lot of people. But uh, Japan was uh, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I can. It's so high up up on my wish list um, yeah. of places I would love to visit. Um, yeah, I hope Take I can. Take me. Take me. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, out of this hellhole. Yeah. All these oh. kids running around. Oh God. I really want to see Japan. All of the things. Um, for me, it, it's so it's it's weird because I feel like it is for me personally. Having been in so many places, it is really hard to have this feeling of culture shock um, mm. that some people experience. For instance, when they go to to a completely different country with a lot of people that are. are clearly looking different mm. um then i mean we you and i probably uh, i don't want to speak for you but for me it, it was always like that i'm i grew up in a city or in the suburbs where there were only two asians three mm-hmm. no sorry three asians so i was pretty much used to it looking different so i i try to imagine what is sometimes for for a white person a person to go to a completely different country and having that kind of shock being Mm. the only white person for instance and and for me it's kind of this i feel like that japan is one of the only few countries where i would have a little bit of culture shock not because i look different but rather because i can't read anything and I wouldn't know what to do because I neither speak the language nor can I read the signs. Of course, there are some English translations or if I, I don't I feel like if I would be in Hong Kong, it wouldn't be that much of a big deal because it's it was a, a British uh, colony and there are so many English signs and English pe- uh, speaking people. But. My assumption is that in Japan it would be totally different. I wouldn't I would be completely lost. And that's what makes it so interesting for me at least to want to visit Japan. Just for that first experience, being lost, being yeah. actually lost <laughs> right. and not knowing what to do. Um 
yeah that would be so and then obviously the the city the the food the technology that's i want to try those those toilets with the heated seats yeah and it shoots water and then like gives you a sausage or something yeah (laughs) it tells you a joke while you're on the toilet (laughs) yeah yeah it tells you you've been on too long here's some medicine yeah yeah so interesting you know it's interesting like are you i'm I'm sorry like so for me like i'm i'm chinese Mm -hmm. and i was born in the u.s so i can't read i mean i can speak through like my wife is actual Chinese person. So experience like talking back with her, I've learned some speaking Chinese stuff now. But uh, when I went back when I was younger, it was like hard for me because I couldn't read anything. Mm. I couldn't, uh, you know, speak as fluently as other people. Mm. So, um, and then people expect a lot from you if you look similar, right? Yeah. Have you had that kind of situation where you, you go back and you're like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. Funny enough, I mean, as a kid, both my parents are Indonesian. And as a mm-hmm. kid from, I would say from, but the time I was born to, I would say maybe seven or eight, we went to in- Indonesia every summer. Oh wow! So I, I spent a lot of time in Indonesia. However, I my parents were really cool in a way that they didn't want to confuse me, so they mm. talked to me in German, and didn't want to mix up the languages too much. So they mm. didn't really actively teach me um the indonesian language however as a kid you obviously pick it up a little bit mm-hmm. and i learned indonesian but i never learned really to all of the the we don't have sign different signs so it's basically abc the regular way so you can read it but i didn't mm. i've never learned it properly i mm. can speak indonesian um but just very basic like yeah yeah me hungry where <laughs> hotel yeah. Go food. Go food. Eat now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's basically. really it's really basic. That being said, for some reason, the kids I remember really vividly being in in Indonesia that the kids could pick out that I'm not from there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they weren't really expecting too much from me. I felt mm. like. But um, yeah, I'm not sure why that actually was. Um, they're good kids, man. Good, yeah, they can, know, kids are good kids. Yeah, they really but, uh, couldn't. They picked. They knew that I wasn't from there <laughs> for yeah, some yeah. reason. Yeah, I mean, I I think like for me it was just like something similar where when I went back, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of in Chinese culture, there's like a lot of meetings and. A lot of alcohol ugh, and then just like a lot of like this kind of adult stuff for me so uh it was less kids but more adults and it was mm-hmm. like a lot of like you know smoking drinking and all that stuff and it just wasn't my vibe but um like it, it feel it was definitely an awkward experience like when they ask you something you're like oh i have no idea what the heck you're talking mm-hmm. about why am i here uh, uh or like here drink this or eat this so uh just that's why i was curious but um how how is this for you in terms of cultural um, differences for instance um, my mother she doesn't really push for it and she doesn't really force me to it but I always feel by some small remarks and stuff like that that she kind of not expects me but kind of wishes sometimes that Mm. my brother and I had 
little bit more of that Indonesian culture where there's that at some point my mother is going to live with us in the house or at our place. Right. So kind of this generational, okay, now the kids are the, the responsible ones. So I, I am going to live with my kids. Um, I don't know. Do you feel that there is some cultural, um, traditional pressure from your parents in a way? Or do they think like, oh, he was born in, in America. So he doesn't need to uh, live these traditions. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Hey, Dad, come. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I, I, I get the same thing where. So I have two two older brothers, and yeah. uh, I think they're they're much older than I am, and they've kind of lived their life, and they're you know living in the city and like uh, doing their own thing, and I think. Um, They're they're so detached from the the uh, their mother culture, which is you know China and mm. or even Taiwan. Um, and it was um, like the f my father had to kind of rely, <laughs> kind of hope on me to kind of uphold like the cultural and like okay. you know stuff like that. So there's a little bit of pressure there. And um, I think when I got married to my wife, and she's from China, he, a part of him was like pretty happy because. You know, there's like someone who okay, you're you're married to like a Chinese Chinese girl, you know, and I'm I'm very happy about that because now, you know, th there's someone who's kind of carrying on the legacy, or you know, just the the cultural legacy, right? Mm. And um, I think there's, I mean, it's not really said, but uh, there is something subcon like subtle no notions where yeah, I, I'm sure he expects me to take care of him in some aspect, so. <laughs> Uh, like when we move like if he can't it's just i i it's just one of those things like i i feel like i have now i have the responsibility to kind of bring him into our house set him up and kind of ha live with him mm. uh, so i don't know i mean it's not like something that he forces upon us but you feel like there's like something the, right yeah there's something over your head like saying <laughs> makes you feel like oh maybe i should take him in you know you know, you know what my mom does sometimes she's like yeah. oh You see your cousins in Indonesia, right? <laughs> no. Oh, they take so much good care of their of oh, their mother, God. and it's a it's like a guilt. And, and yeah, it's it's kind of like guilt tripping yeah. you. Um, yeah. And that's not she's not doing it in a in a mean spirited way. She's and she, I, I'm really sure that she doesn't realize it. <laughs> it it's it's a very subconscious thing. I right. I think take care um, of me. Yeah, <laughs> and this. Ah, oh, the kids in Indonesia, they're so good to their parents. Oh, man. <laughs> they rub their they, feet and yeah. they cook for them. They call every single day and ask you what if everything is okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, they scrub my back and they pick my ears. <laughs> I mean, their ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's yeah. strange. I can, I can understand that. Yeah, she she was born in, in Indonesia and she was raised that way and she knows that that cultural tradition and stuff like that and mm. it's probably sometimes difficult to kind of wrap her head around the idea or not the idea the the fact that her kids were born and yeah raised although she was our mother yeah we are mm. product 
of the society or the uh, surroundings we live in. So I do see myself having deep roots in Indonesia. Nevertheless, I am born in Germany. I was born and raised here and Mm -hmm. all my friends were German. So for them, yeah. Yeah, do you like have have sometimes like I have a conflict within myself sometimes like between my where my family was from and kind of like where I'm born, right? Like and in like a very easy simple way is like the Olympics, who do you vote for? Like do you ever feel like conflicted if it was like a this is like getting really deep like politics and or like, you know, yeah. the world state. Is there anything like oh Totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um there are so many um i i'm not conflicted because i don't watch a lot of sports or where it's one versus one side versus the other side i don't watch Mm. that many things of those but if i watch something like i like to watch fighting um a lot and if Mm. there's an asian i kind of root for the asian person Mm -hmm. um but i do see one very kind of very stereotypical example is shoes shoes in um when you go to someone i always take off my shoes right and i'm very yeah i was raised that way to take off the shoes when you go into the home of someone else and stuff like that or this this now COVID is it's not over. I still have a lot of people around me who are getting COVID left and right, but it's not mm-hmm. that worse anymore. And for me, I was always not raised, but because I've been in Indonesia and in Asia so many times, I just know, okay, someone is sick, puts on a mask. No one is going to blink an eye. That's just normal because you want to make sure that the people around you are not getting hurt at some mm. form, at least to my understanding, some form of respect. And that is something I always clash with with German people. The, it sounds stupid to say German people <laughs> because I feel German as well, but right. the inner Asian in me is like, why do you, is it so difficult for you to... You're obviously sneezing, you're obviously coughing, um, mm, you are yeah. sick, why don't you wear a mask? What's What's the big deal? Or getting to someone's home. It's raining outside. And that person is like, no, I don't want to take off my shoes. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't get it. For me, it's yeah. such a normal thing. And that's where I'm kind of conflicted in a way that on one side, I'm saying like, okay, it's not a big deal. I'm German as well. No one is taking mm-hmm. off their shoes. But on the other side, inside, I'm like, why? Why do, do you it. now? Yeah. yeah. Why do you now put your dirty shoes on top of my couch? It's it's bad enough that you just walk in with your shoes and now you feel the need to put your feet with your shoes on onto my couch. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, Bob, why do you do this to the bone? Huh, Bob? <laughs> Calling you out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. There's some things that make sense in our culture that for Westerners, it's just like, you know, they don't do it. Just like, it just, it just it makes life easier if you do it, mm. you know, for everyone. Not, you know, I think it's just the Western culture is like all about individuality, and I mm. think, uh, well, at least in like China, right? It's like it's all about the collective, right? It's like mm. about you gotta tr- 
think about your neighbors and kind of like you know things like that so and there's something that that my wife asked me but she recently watched me, with me a couple of asian shows and mm. she was always <laughs> like why do you apologize all of the time that guy bumped into you and i i kind of i'm not although i'm not sure if that's actually an asian thing it's just something mm. maybe it's just me but I, i felt like we've seen that in some of the uh shows that we watched that asians are very polite and rather look for the mistakes in themselves and therefore tend to apologize a little bit more i feel like and mm. i'm not sure if now that i speak it out loud i'm not 100 sure if that's actually an asian thing or it's just me but i tend to apologize more quickly than mm. it, it's actually needed um yeah and i yeah, feel no. like this respect thing is i'm, I'm always trying to find the very oh, the mistake in me first to see okay did i potentially did i something wrong to initiate an uncomfortable situation and then try to figure it out from there and i see it from a lot of my friends or um, people that surround me it's in this western culture or at least in germany i feel like we look first That the other what the other person did wrong instead of mm. trying to see okay did i something wrong mm. and what exactly was the root of this uh confrontation and so i don't know that's something I, that i notice within me and i'm not sure if that's actually me or maybe the asian and western culture kind of conflicting because yeah i'm i'm not sure Yeah, it's I well I think it's also I don't know about your upbringing, but when I was younger, my father was pretty strict on me, so uh, you know he was very tough on me on my mistakes. So I think when I grew up, it's kind of like always, uh, always thinking, oh maybe I did something wrong, Uh, Mm. maybe I I was uh, I should do I do something wrong, right? Um, But then I I think it depends on where, right? I think Japan um, people are just naturally polite um mm. but so much in a sense where they don't mean to be polite they're just saying it to be sure. polite. does that make sense right yeah and then behind us the facade then she they're like more of like oh you know fuck this bitch or like it's just like <laughs> what i said in the beginning with yeah. people in la right who just yeah out of reflex are asking you hey how are you doing right yeah but and they don't care <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah that's probably very deeply rooted in in that per, in those society cultures and, yeah, yeah in those societies yeah but yeah as i said it's it's kind of yeah maybe it's not real but it makes the the whole interaction a little bit more friend or it starts out much more friendlier mm-hmm. even if it's not maybe 100 honest Mm-hmm. But if you know what you're getting yourself into, it's easier than starting right away with "you suck." Yeah. Let's 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 talk throw, about it. Take your foot, throw it at them. Yeah. Like let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. But yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm really happy to be in both of these worlds. Mm. So um, absolutely, because yeah, sometimes it's it's. As you said, it's or as we said, it's 
kind of a conflict sometimes within ourselves to, okay, am I Asian? Am I, for you, yeah. am I American? Or am yeah. I more Western? Am I more East? Um, not sure. It's sometimes very difficult, especially in puberty. Holy mm. crap. That yeah. was so difficult to kind of... Yeah. I mean, for for regular for a regular kid, it's already difficult to find yourself. But if you are... Uh, don't know where you're actually coming from and trying yeah. to decide where you're like who you are, are. Yeah, right? who you yeah. are. It's even more difficult. And I actually I I really that was a hard time for me personally. Mm -hmm. But um right now I'm really happy to combine both cultures in Yeah. In I, I feel like it's a journey. It's yeah. a journey where you kind of figure yourself out. It's like college except no time limit. Yeah. Well, I mean, until you get to like nine or something, and then you, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you, hopefully you figure it out by then. Of course. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for joining me on uh, this podcast yeah. and um, answering all of my questions, although I put you on the spot quite a lot of times. Yeah, that's a record right there. <laughs> next time i'll be ready <laughs> so where can people find you and um yeah where should people find you, you just talked about a new youtube channel maybe you yeah. can tell us where to find all of that stuff sure uh, if you want to find us it's going to be our shops at www.urbancred.com uh, that's where we you know ship out and sell our products we also have a youtube channel we just started which is uh at urban cred so you know just search that up on youtube and then uh again our most we kind of maintain instagram most as of now so just instagram it would be at urban cred under dash official because urban cred was taken by some punk kid <laughs> You know, that's 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 how the world works. That was me. <laughs> oh, oh, you again. Flip the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, again, thank you so much for joining me and oh, you also have a podcast. Don't forget about the podcast. Oh, right. So, yeah. uh again, Urban Cred podcast, uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Right now we're going to season 2 where we're going to start focusing on more uh bag brands and mm. brands that we work with and uh, people in the space. Oh, that's cool. Like that. So, yeah. So you're going to that. interview a couple of uh bag brands then and or designers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we're uh we already spoke with uh like um some of the smaller brands right, we think are pretty interesting like boreal bagworks cool from uh they're in korea cardiology and uh some other people there it's coming it's coming oh i'm looking forward to it because i tried to actually reach a couple of uh bag brands yeah they never replied but uh, yeah, that's it's okay hard. <laughs> that's it's okay. hard it's hard yeah <laughs> a lot of bag brands don't respond to us either so it's it's okay. totally normal yeah so i don't know i don't know why don't they don't want to talk to them you gotta go for the smaller guys first yeah okay I'll, i will do that <laughs> yeah, hush, hush. <laughs> all right thank you so much uh for joining me thank you all of you for listening and we will see you and listen uh, and hear each other in the next episode thank you very much bye